Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. all of the pieces of advice that I'm going through today, I'm going to put them up against the 10 day rule and the 10 month rule. Meaning if we follow this piece of advice for 10 days, what will happen? And if we follow this piece of advice for 10 months, what will happen? I need you to watch this entire video in full because this is going to all come full circle at the end. And you're going to see how when I put this 10 day test up against the 10 month test, that a lot of these tips are going to have different responses to what's going to happen if you follow this tip for 10 days, what's going to happen if you follow this for 10 months. The outcomes here are going to be different. So make sure you watch this video all the way to the end. It's all going to make sense, but you got to watch the whole video. The first piece of advice that you may receive if you are looking to lose weight fast is to eat less. Let's put this up against the 10 day rule. What will happen 10 days later if you start eating less? You're probably going to lose weight, but that's not going to be fat let me tell you what it is going to be. It's going to be water weight. It's going to be food in transit. You're simply eating less food. So you have less food in your system. At all times, we have about five to 20 pounds of fecal matter in our bodies. So if we eat less food, we step on the scale, there's less waste in our body. And so that's going to be reflected on the scale. That is not true fat loss. So where you run into problems is this. You eat less, you step on the scale, you think I need to eat less in order to lose weight because the number on the scale is lower and I've been eating less. Then what inevitably ends up happening is you get super hungry. You end up overeating because your body just can't take it anymore. And it has to make up for the fact that it hasn't gotten enough food in the past 10 days. And you think that you have no willpower, you're a failure, and that the only way for you to lose weight is just to eat less. And you can't do that. So you have to subscribe and succumb to a life of being in a body that you don't feel comfortable with. None of this is true. When we put this up to the 10 month test, what we actually find is that those that eat less end up gaining more weight in the long term because of this yo-yo binge restrict cycle. They restrict their food, their body takes over and says, mm-mm, we got to eat. They end up eating, think that they're a failure, regain weight, and the cycle continues. So we're not going to eat less. What are we going to do instead? We are going to eat our 50-50 plates consistently meaning that half of your plate is veg, half of your plate is starch. This is not groundbreaking news that this is a great way to release weight on the starch solution. Put half of your plate as starch and put half of your plate as veg. However, what I hear from people who reach out to me that say this isn't working, I ask, what do you eat in a day? And they say, I do my 50-50 plates. I do potatoes and broccoli and oatmeal and rice. And they're naming all the good stuff. And I say, what's your downfall? And they say, well, I usually get into the potato chips at night and then my kid is having ice cream and so I have some too. 
or there's chocolate at the office and I end up eating that. So the problem here is inconsistency. I promise you that if you commit to this, you are patient and you are consistent. I promise you this will work in the long term. If we put eating your 50-50 plates consistently up to the 10-month test, honey, 10 months is about 40 weeks and that's about 40 pounds down that you'll be. 10 days from now, if you commit to eating less, you might be four pounds down, but 10 months from now, you're gonna be 40 pounds up. Versus if you commit to the 50-50 plates, where are you gonna be 10 months from now? Be 40 pounds down. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is for you to be patient and consistent. And I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with because they get excited and then they lose steam. And so what what is the solution to this? You gotta get involved somehow. You gotta get some accountability or a program to follow. You need some external source to keep you on the straight and narrow for the long term. If that's you joining the Slim on Starch program, then that's what that's gonna look like. And that's the missing piece for many of my clients who are highly intelligent. They know how to do the 50-50 plate, but they can't stay consistent in the long term. And it's because they didn't have any accountability they didn't have any skin in the game and they said i have i have to i'm at the point where i'm swallowing my pride and i have to just sign up for this program so that i have some accountability and some structure and i actually do this i need skin in the game i need to invest in something or otherwise it's going to be a year from now and i'm going to be this in the same exact spot or probably worse the next tip that you may get from people for how to lose weight fast is to exercise more hit the gym do some hit workouts add in some cardio you'll lose weight quickly what people are unaware of is something called the exercise paradox the exercise paradox is that when people end up exercising they end up gaining weight and the reason for this is because they mistakenly believe that exercise burns all of these extra calories so what do they start doing they compensate through through food or they'll say oh well i just went to the gym and i burned a thousand calories at a boot camp so i can have this 400 calorie brownie and ice cream because that's i'm net 600 i'm down 600 calories still when the reality is that the amount of calories that we burn through exercise maxes out at a certain point we do not burn limitless calories through exercise the body is going to pull energy and calories from other bodily processes if you're doing exercise and you exceed what your burn allotment is through exercise and and what your calorie budget is. To give you an example, this is why a lot of women, when they engage in marathon training or are running oodles and oodles, their menstrual cycle will get a bit wonky because the body only has so much energy that it can expend that it will start to pull from other processes. It'll say, menstrual cycle Mm -mm, no calories for that because we're using all of our calories on exercise just as an example or some people their digestion goes to goes to junk when they start exercising too much the body doesn't have limitless calories to burn and so if you engage in all of this exercise and you think that that means that you need to eat tons and tons and tons more you might end up gaining weight because of that and i've seen that happen time and time again so instead of me telling you to use exercise to lose weight, what I'm going to tell you to do instead, because that doesn't 
go up to the 10 month test, you know, we do the 10 day test for exercise. Maybe you'll deplete your glycogen stores a little bit. And the number on the scale that you, you might see could be lower because your glycogen stores are a little bit lower. But are you going to be burning fat 10 days from now? No. So if we put that up to the 10 month test, what I want you to do instead is to lean in to exercise. And what about, what I mean by this is to start to establish a relationship with exercise where exercise is a way to celebrate your health, celebrate your body, and it's a daily consistent routine that you enjoy. So if it's walking or weightlifting or tennis or swimming, to start to build that into your routine and lean into it a little bit, but not look at it as this prescriptive nose to the grindstone, I'm killing myself through exercise. Exercise is absolutely something that we have to do as a part of our overall health and cardiovascular health, mental and emotional health, but it is not something that should be used for weight loss and something that we should force ourselves into in the short term goes balls to the wall and then burn out on it. The clients of mine that I have in the Slim on Starch program who are getting transformations like the ones that you see on the screen here, you know how much exercise I make them do? None. I don't make them do anything. They can. They can do whatever they can do whatever they'd like. I'm a runner. I run every day. I love running. I run marathon. I I I exercise, baby. I do weightlifting, I do abs. I've worked with ultra marathon runners. I've seen the spectrum of athletes. Do all the exercise that you want, but I'm not going to force you to do any. And look at the transformations my clients got from that. The next bit of advice I actually saw in a Facebook group for this type of eating and this type of weight loss. And the piece of advice was to drink more coffee so that you can have more energy and not rely on food as much. Please no. Now, I don't have anything against coffee. I really don't. I don't take it away from my clients. I don't, I'm not an anti-coffee gal by any means. But the principle that's being used here of using coffee for energy so that you don't need to rely on food for energy is a recipe for disaster. And let me tell you why. Because what ends up happening is you use coffee, you ride that caffeine high all morning, but you're genuinely hungry. Your body needs fuel, but you can't detect it because you're running on fumes, you're running on adrenaline and caffeine and your adrenals are pumping like crazy, your cortisol is through the roof. And then what happens when the caffeine wears off, you get to the end of the day and all of a sudden you are the hungriest gal in the world. You're the hungriest guy in the world. You are the hungriest person in the world because your body was desperately trying to send you hunger cues all day, but you couldn't detect them because you were riding the coffee high. And you might say, well, I mean, if, if no, no coffee for energy, well, then what do I do for energy? Well, honey, I have got you covered. About half of Americans report that feeling low energy interferes with their daily activities. And they, even though they feel like they've gotten a good night of sleep, they're using things like coffee, still feel low energy and fatigued and brain fog and moodiness. It's likely because about half of Americans are also low in vitamin B12. If you're on a plant-based diet, then you are not getting vitamin B12 from your foods. So you got to make sure that you're supplementing vitamin B12. Now, unfortunately, pretty much every vitamin B12 that you are going to find out there in the wild is disgusting. They have added sugar, added oil. They're not even vegan. They're made with animal products, all these unnecessary fillers. 
And my Slim on Starch program clients kept asking me for a clean B12 that I recommended. I couldn't find one, so I made one myself. If you already are a subscriber of this vitamin B12, comment down below and I'm gonna send you some love. And if you're not, this is your sign to join the family. Vitamin B12 plays a critical role in metabolism regulation, energy regulation, neurological function, and many people are low. And if you're on the starch solution, if you're on a vegan diet, you're not getting this from your food, so you gotta supplement with it. So you can get it in the down bar, you can subscribe and save, get it delivered to your door every 30 days, you don't have to worry about it. So coffee in the 10 day rule. When we put coffee up against the 10 day rule, yeah, you're fine. When we put coffee up against the 10 month rule and you're using coffee instead of supplementing the vitamin B12, which is probably what your body needs, 10 months from now, you're gonna be way low in B12 and you're going to be, your adrenaline, your adrenals, your cortisol is gonna be through the roof and your need for caffeine, your caffeine dependency will be so much higher, your tolerance will be higher that you'll need way more caffeine in order to get that buzz. It's a slippery slope. So this does not get a pass or a check from my 10 month rule. Uh, instead, you gotta supplement with vitamin B12. The next piece of advice we hear everywhere and it's eat more protein. One of my Slim on Starch clients was a bodybuilder before we worked together and listen to what happened to her when she ate all this protein. My blood pressure was high. It probably had been for a long time. My cholesterol was, uh, total cholesterol's 238. And my liver enzymes were high again, you know, and, and my other lab work wasn't good. It just wasn't good at all. My kidney function's not great. I still struggle with kidney stones to this day, but we're working on that. So what happens when you start eating more protein? Well, usually when eat, people eat more protein, they're eating less carbs. And so what happens is they step on the scale 10 days later, and what do they see? They see, oh, cool, the number on the scale is down. And I'll tell you why the number on the scale is down. It's because when you eat less carbohydrates, you hold on to less water and less glycogen stores. And so 10 days later, you're gonna see that the number on the scale has gone down. yippee ki yay everything is great, everything's gravy. The protein thing was right. I gotta keep eating more protein. Because mm -mm -mm. if we put that up against the 10 month rule, let me tell you what ends up happening. Your body needs carbohydrates in order to function properly. If you're not eating enough carbohydrates, your body is gonna retaliate and it's going to up your hunger through the roof, your cravings are gonna be insane, and you're gonna end up overeating. And you're gonna to turn to the high calorie, highly palatable, highly processed foods, you're gonna overeat galore on them, and the number on the scale is gonna skyrocket. And if you don't do that, if you just stop doing the protein thing and you go back to eating carbohydrates, well, your body now is gonna be super sensitive to carbohydrates and you're gonna end up holding on to a lot more water weight temporarily. It'll all even out if you stay consistent, but temporarily you're gonna be holding on to more water weight. You're gonna feel really puffy. You're gonna probably gain extra weight than where you started because your body's gonna be holding on to more water. So I don't recommend going the protein route. It does not stand up against the 10 month rule. Eat more protein does not pass the 10 month rule test. So what are we going to do instead? Well, if you're concerned about protein, all you have to do is make sure that you're eating enough legumes, beans, peas, lentils. You could even use something like tofu or edamame. If you want something that's a little bit more processed, the tofu and people like that sort of meaty texture. Protein deficiency, 
is not something that you have to worry about. Protein deficiency is very, very difficult to achieve and usually only occurs when there's a case of malnutrition and somebody is not getting enough of everything. They're completely depleted in calories. Then we're going to see that you're deficient in everything. But if you are suffering with overnutrition, which is the majority of people that are overweight are suffering with overnutrition, you don't have to worry about the protein thing. Another piece of advice, you want to lose weight in 10 days, plan a cheat day 10 days from now and just go super strict for these next 10 days and eat like a bird. And then on day 11, day 10, you can eat whatever you want. What's going to happen in 10 days? Well, 10 days from now, you'll step on the scale and the number will be down because of what I talked about in earlier tips that you're just eating less food. And if you eat less food in the short term, the number on the scale is going to be lower. But what's going to happen 10 days from now or 11 days from now? I'll tell you what happens. People will end up eating super low calorie for the next 10 days. And then on day 11, they are going to eat so much food that it'll either even out whatever they restricted over the past 10 days, or in most cases, they end up eating net more calories than if they would have just never done this in the first place. I put a little graph here on the screen to show you what ends up happening is people end up eating so much on these cheat days that their net calorie intake ends up being higher if they, as opposed to if they just didn't do the cheat day in the first place. So what do we want to do instead here? Well, this is the approach that I take with my clients in the Slim on Starch program, which is let's not force you to go in 100%. Let's give you the opportunity to choose if you want to dive in 100% or if you want to ease into this. And for my clients that choose the ease in approach, they set a goal for how many meals per day they want to do on the SOS plan. And let's consider if you do for the first week in the SOS program, you do one meal per day on the plate builder following the SOS plan. You might say, that's nothing. What? I, I need to lose weight ASAP. Well, what if you get that under lock and key? And then in week two, you do two per day. And then you get that under lock and key. And then in week three, you're doing three per day. That means that 21 days from now, you're going to be fully on board with this versus if you try to jump in 100% right this second, you might end up getting overwhelmed and burning out. All of these tips come together with the principle that I'm trying to get forth here, which is the slower you go, the faster you get there. Let's do a little math on this. I talked about the 10-month test. Let's say that you live 85 years 1,020 months on this planet. For ease, let's say that it's 1,000 months on this planet. Let's say that you invest 10 of those months into really locking this in and getting this under your belt and releasing the weight. Let's say it takes you 10 months to release the weight. You might say, that is forever, Emmy. That is not fast at all. This whole video is a sham. You're a big liar because you said I was going to lose weight fast. Well, 10 months in comparison to the 1,000 months that you live on this planet, accounts for 1% of your entire life. 99% of your life can be spent doing whatever the heck you want. But if you spend 1% to release the weight, that seems pretty fast to me. In the grand scheme of things, 1% compared to 99%, that's pretty fast. And if you're in the Slim on Starch program, you get it under lock and key 
for that 1%. And then you get to spend as many months with me after that that you would like to. And I hope that you do choose to do so. And usually clients want to. I have clients I've had for years, five years with clients. And some of them are still working toward their goals. Some of them have achieved their goals and they need this program to maintain it. But let's not be in such a rush. The slower you go, the faster you get there. And also there's really no end game here when it comes to self-development and health and growing and evolving and becoming the best version of ourselves. What are we rushing toward? You can step into that version of yourself that you want to be right now. No need to wait on that. And a great way to do that is to click the link of the down bar and get started on the Slim on Starch program. I love you, honeys, and I'll see you in my next video.